Welcome to Eternal Pages. I'm your host, Elder Roger Roll, and we are going to dig into the Bible, God's Eternal Pages, and help us to expound on the topic today, which is Esther and Mordecai. We have with us Pastor Peter Joseph. Pastor Joseph has ran many, many campaigns. Uh, I've worked with him, uh, wonderful experiences. It is always a blessing to see persons receive the message and then give their lives to the Lord. Amen. Welcome, Pastor Joseph. Amen, amen. Thank you so much again for the invitation. Happy to be here, uh, Elder Roger. Um, by God's grace, uh, I know and I pray <clears throat> that the Holy Spirit will use us to be a blessing uh, to your audience today. Amen, amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this wonderful privilege to share the gospel, the good news of the gospel. We pray that it will be well received and persons will respond to the word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Esther and Mordecai. Mm. I like to say Mordecai, Mordecai. Mm -hmm. A well-known story, Pastor. And I would like to read a commentary Mm -hmm. from uh, uh, what Ellen White wrote in Daughters of God mm -hmm. about uh, Esther. And she writes, In ancient times, the Lord worked in a wonderful way through consecrated women mm -hmm. who united in his work with men whom he had chosen to stand as representatives. He used women to gain great and decisive victories. More than once, in times of emergency, he brought them to the front and worked through them for the salvation of many lives. Through Esther the queen, the Lord accomplished a mighty deliverance for his people. At a time when it seemed that no power could save them, Esther and the women associated with her by fasting and prayer and prompt action, met the issue and brought salvation to their people. She goes on to write, a study of women's work in connection with the cause of God in the Old Testament times will teach us lessons that will enable us to meet emergencies in work today we may not be brought into such a critical and prominent place as were the people of God in the time of Esther, but often converted women can act important part, act an important part in more humble positions. This many have been doing and are still ready to do. And as I say, that's from... Ellen White, Daughters of God, pages 45 and 46. So what do you think of that, Pastor Joseph? Yeah, this, that's um, <clears throat> the reading 
is is relevant and the re- the reading is is insightful um and the the theme uh that I would use as I, as I respond to the reading uh is 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 one of cooperation uh and opposition cooperation and opposition because um men and women have been used by God right to do significant work uh, particularly significant work in terms of the deliverance of God's people from Amen. from from bondage and harsh treatment and and impending doom. Um, so so we we need to see in terms of mission that that men and women need to cooperate. Yes, sir. Right, cooperate. Yes. We 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 are not opposition party, mm. right? Men and women are. You know, it's not it's not an opposition party. We are not opposition parties. Like one party is in and the other party is mm. out, right? We we got to stop thinking that way. It's political to think that way, right? And and it's also misogyny in in in, in, in to a great extent. Um, you know, to 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 think that women have nothing to offer. Um, also. Uh, if you look at how God created the world, and 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 then uh, He put or He placed a man and woman in the world. Yes. In the world, yes. He placed man and woman in the world. Yes. Okay. So the the idea of cooperation as a theme is more important, right? And 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 the issue of opposition that arises uh, I- I- between men and women has to do with sin. Mm. Right, so we need to cooperate, and and in the ish, in the the uh, experience, um, and I say experience instead of story because the generation today, as soon as you say a story, they think it's some fiction. Right, this is for real. Amen. So the experience, yes. uh, historical experience that we have just looked at with Mordecai and Esther. Right, look at how a man and woman actually cooperated for the deliverance of God's people, right? Mordecai was able to communicate to her the intention uh, of, of, the, of the king and, and, and his um, um, uh, supporters, right? And what they were trying to do uh, to completely annihilate the, 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 the Jews, right? Uh, and Mordecai was able to communicate that to her, right? And while she was there trying to understand and, and being a little hesitant, uh, 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 Mordecai, you know, had to tell her something, right? If you don't get involved, yes. right, don't, don't think for a moment that you and your people are, uh, uh, and your household will escape because she, she was a Jew, but I didn't, right? So the attack now coming on the Jews. Um, and then you see how, how immediately, prompt action, how immediately yes, she said, you know what? Okay, pray. Pray for me. I, I haven't gone into the king in 30 days. And uh, if I go there, you, you have, when you go there, you better, be, you better know if the king doesn't want to see you, could, you could die. You can't just go in like that. He has yes. to extend the scepter, yes. right? So she said, okay, you guys pray, right? We're going to pray and fast, and I'll go in. Yes. And if I perish, let I, me perish. Yes. This was prompt action. Right, so God has a place, right, for for women, and in the ministry, we must not think that because women are the one prominently doing something, then the man has nothing to do with it, mm. and and that's the problem, mm. 
That's the problem, right? The, the women are carrying out, uh, God is using the women in a particular role, right, to do, but but notice the work of, of Mordecai. He's there. He's there. He's there. So we, we must not feel in he's any way that, that, that we are marginalized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, and and you mentioned as, as as you mentioned the famous words of Esther, and if I perish, I perish. Mm -hmm. Now coming down, Pastor, and talking about mission, and as we mentioned in an earlier uh, program about knowing the prophecies of the Bible, mm -hmm. and so how do we apply that to what we in our time expect to come as we? talk about living in the last days, how do we prepare persons to reflect on such words and then apply them to their life, expecting that it probably will become a reality? Okay, so let's, 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 let's take a look at this, right? When we, when we examine the story of Mordecai and, and, and Esther, um, we, we read that it, it was said of the Jews right, that they seem to be a different kind of people. Amen. And they don't observe the laws mm. <laughs> that the king, right, has, has, has um, instituted, right? Um, and they seem to be a different kind. They seem to be doing their own thing. Mm. And, they, and they, they're, they're not working with the state. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. this is very important to, 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 understand, to understand that. So, we're looking at uh, a time that's been prophesied, right? When we are going to have to deal with that whole kind of scenario mm -hmm. again, right? What Esther and Mordecai went through. Because the, the remnant church, the, the Seventh-day Adventist church, has distinct theological features, Amen. keeping the seventh-day Sabbath holy, holy. Yes, is important, mm -hmm. right? And then the second coming of Christ, yes, audibly, visibly, literally, right? Um, so so these, these, are, these, are, these are distinct features. Um, one of the distinct features, which is, the keeping of the seventh-day Sabbath will become a bone of contention, mm. right? And we are expecting, right, we're expecting that there will be, right, a coming together of nations. We expect that there will, there will be a coming together of churches, right? And, 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 and in that coming together, we expect to see legislations eventually on worship, mm. on worship. Mm. And once that happens, once that happens, right, the group that decides we are not going to follow that kind of legislation, we are going to follow the word of God, which is worship on the seventh day of the week, right, as opposed to worship on the first day of the week, then the majority will bring pressure on the minority. Now, that, that's, a, that's prophecy that we have in the book of Revelation chapter 13. And so, and so Pastor, as, as you <laughs> mentioned that, in some ways we've, we've already seen, because another prominent 
Sabbath-keeping church. Uh, some years ago, once their, their, their founding fathers died, they literally dismantled and went back to uh, Sunday keeping. Indeed. Um, is that possible with, with our faith, Pastor? Do you expect that may happen with the Seventh-day Adventist Church? No. What will happen with the Seventh-day Adventist Church is what Jesus said, right? Jesus said a time is going to come in Matthew 24, right, that people will betray one another. Because there are people in the Seventh-day Adventist Church, right, who are members, but they're not disciples of Christ. They're members. They're members. They're like the church, right? They have no roots. They're not deep. They're not disciples. They're not following Christ. Their lives don't even show it. So a day will come when you have to deal with the harsh reality of legislations, right? And once you have people who are not totally committed, right, filled with the Holy Spirit, mm. taking hold of the Word of God, having the faith of Jesus. Amen. Because that, that, that's, these are significant points. Keeping the Ten Commandments and having the faith of Jesus. To have the faith of Jesus is, no matter what happens, I'm going to hold on to God's Word. You can kill me. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna hold, that's the faith of mm. Jesus. If I right? perish, I if, perish. No, you, that's it. Precisely. So, so we come into our context and we are saying, yes, the remnant will survive, but against all odds, mm. outside and inside, because there are those on the inside who will betray one another. Strong, strong, strong words to, to, to reflect on, Pastor. Mm. And as we, as we mm. mentioned Esther um, and the, the Seventh-day Adventist Church, I, I'm, I'm sticking on that point. Um, and I read from uh, Ellen White, mm -hmm. Daughters of God. Mm -hmm. And Ellen White is a prominent woman in, in our, our faith. Mm -hmm. And yet, uh, very often, even within our faith, sometimes we hear challenges mm -hmm. on um, how, because we hold Ellen White mm -hmm. as as a prophet. She heard from the Lord, and then mm -hmm. she shared all the prophecies, mm -hmm. and and they have been proven to mm -hmm. to be true. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, some persons uh, don't want to really focus on the things God has given us. Mm -hmm. Her writings, spirit mm -hmm. of prophecy, to help to guide the church. Mm -hmm. uh, as well as the Bible, but others, uh, uh, some persons don't really want to hear from that. And one, as, as you mentioned when we talked earlier, that she, she's a woman, mm -hmm. but there, there are other factors as well. Mm -hmm. How can we help the church to understand better, just like in the days mm -hmm. of Esther being a prominent woman, mm -hmm. God gave us this prominent lady to help guide our faith mm -hmm. in this time of trouble. Right. And um and, and okay and, and let's let's be upfront with, with the audience, right? The the writings of Ellen White, right? The writings of Ellen White, one, they are not the Bible. Amen. Two, they are not equal to the Bible. Amen. Right? So so we so we need to understand that clearly. Right? While her writings are inspired they are not the Bible. 
They are not equal to the Bible. Amen. We don't have a third testament. Amen. We have the Old Testament and the New Testament. Amen. We don't have a third testament. So that, that, that needs to be out there clearly. Yes, okay. As it relates to her role, understand this. You could only understand this, as you mentioned, in terms of prophecy. The, the Seventh-day Adventist Church, in its incipient stage, came up in 1844 according to a prophecy in Daniel 8, 14. Unto 2,300 days, then shall the sanctuary be cleansed. Right? It was in response to a question. How long will this, yes. this, 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 this struggle continue yes. and this persecution mm -hmm. continue? Mm -hmm. right? And it was in response to the question that, listen up. In 1844, at the end of the longest time prophecy, something will happen in heaven. There will be the cleansing of the sanctuary, the judgment. right? And while that is happening, a church will emerge. A church will emerge to restore truth. Amen. A church will emerge to restore truth. So when we look at, 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 at Revelation chapter 12, that's the church we are seeing, to restore truth. When we look at Revelation chapter 10, what we call the 1844 chapter, or the sanctuary, the, 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 the cleansing of the sanctuary chapter, right? It, it, it talks about the great disappointment that will happen, what will be sweet in the mouth and bitter in the belly, belly. right? Mm -hmm. so, 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 so we look and we see the church coming up incipiently in 1844. When, when, at the same time the church is coming up, the prophet coming up with the church. Amen. Just as Israel coming out of Egypt and yes. the prophet Moses yes. coming up with the church. Yes. Yes. It's the same thing with the last day church, yes. right? That when the church is coming up, the prophet... Ellen White comes up with the church, right? Okay, so that's important. Now, that incipient church became the Seventh-day Adventist Church in 1863. Yeah. In 1863. Okay, so watch the message now. The prophet is needed to guide the church home. Mm. This is why she was able to write clearly the vision, mm. so that they, they could understand what revelation, the message of revelation is. She was able to write clearly the vision, write clearly the mission. That's what the prophet does. And, 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 and on the God, right, guide the organization and structure and the behaviors of, of, of people in the church. So look at this. And I saw another angel fly in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting gospel to preach unto them that dwell on the earth, to every nation, kin every nation kindred, tongue, and people. What does that tell us? It includes women, right? Yes. So, so, so God's love for the world includes women. Hallelujah. So the idea that God would choose um, a woman to be prominent, right, is not against the character of God. <laughs> and it's not to fight against men, mm. even though we know the story that two men were called first. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Right? And they didn't respond positively, yes. right? Mm -hmm. So so God uses her in her brokenness, yeah. right? I mean, wasn't schooled properly, right? Mm -hmm. And God used her. Amen. Brought her Amen. to prominence. Yes, sir. Okay? So, so, so we have to look at this and see, like in 1 Corinthians, Paul says, not many of you were learned. Mm. It's God made you who you are. Yes. God took her from nowhere and used her, made her prominent yes. to bless the last day church. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The problem with too many of us is that we don't follow her instruction. She made it clear. Mm. Uh, in fact, 
Before she died, she held up a big Bible and she said, I, I, I commend this to you. I commend the Bible to you. Study yes. the Bible. Yes. She made it clear yes. that if you were studying the Bible, my writings wouldn't be need yes. would, would not be needed. Yes. Right? Yes. So she said, My writings is the lesser light yes, that leads to the greater light. Yes, sir. Yes. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and so I, I'm glad that, that you 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 uh, shared that with us, Pastor Joseph. And uh another question I'd like to ask about Esther. There was a time, as we look at Esther in, in, in the Bible, and she comes to prominence, initially there's, it, it's as if she was told not to share her faith, but then in times of emergency she did. Is, there, is, is, is that okay, and is there a time that we may uh, have that we don't share our faith, and then other times we may have to? It, it, it's called wisdom. It's called wisdom because God was working some things out, right? And um, in, in, when 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 Esther emerged, right? I mean, she never exposed uh, the truth that she was a Jew, right? And and that and that was for a purpose. That was for a purpose, right? She didn't want to create any prejudice against her. Right, that God was working some things out, so that that was an issue of wisdom. Okay, an example in Joshua as well, um, with the spies, right? And Rahab hid them in the in the in the you know up in yes. the whatever <laughs> she hid yes. them, and and when the people came to the house to look for them, right? You know what did she say? She said, "No, they they they're not here." Right, mm-hmm. and then they worked out. It's an issue of wisdom. We don't live in a perfect world. So, so you have to ask God for wisdom. Amen. Amen. Wisdom, right? So you know how to operate. If any man lack, lack wisdom, let him ask of God. Yes, sir. He will give him a... Yes, bu- right? So so it's, it's all about wisdom, having wisdom to act the right way uh, at the right time. So when now it was clear that, you know what? <laughs> I have to declare who I am. When it was clear, then she did it. Yes, 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 and fasted, and prayed, mm-hmm. and God. So, so it wasn't necessary it before that time, and that's what sometimes we need to learn. Sometimes we give too much information, and this world asks for everything now. Sometimes there's some information that are not necessary to be given. Amen, amen, and and I think you mentioned Ezio. <laughs> in an early episode about friendship mm-hmm. evangelism. Mm-hmm. And so there are times when we need to come alongside persons and befriend them more so than come alongside them and said, say, keep the Sabbath holy. God's Ten Commandments are still binding. That's so if- powerful. What you just said is so, is so powerful, um, what, you, what you're saying, because you, you, picked up, you picked up on something. You picked up on something. Right. So so the fact that she didn't even declare she was a Jew, right? They they just accept it that, you know, she must have been from 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 the Persia. She must have she, been the she's Persian. She's one of area. us. She's one of us. So <laughs> build relationship that way. Yes. 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 And 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 and, and, and friendship evangelism in, in what you call a foreign country mm. or empire. Yes, sir. Because the rest of the Jews 
the Jews were asked to go home. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. This, this is the Persian yes. Empire. Yes. It's the Medes and Persians who yes. took over from the Babylonian yes. Empire. Yes. They, they were, and the Persians were good to the Jews. Yes. They asked them to go yes. home. But, but, the, yeah, <laughs> but these decide to stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? These are the remnants. Yes. yes. They, they, they stayed. Yes. Yes. Right? And, and now they have to face this situation because God was working through a plan. God and, and even though, you know, it's amazing the book of Esther. The, the, like the name God is not even mentioned there. Mm. And yet you could look at it and see, see the miraculous God working. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so as, as we prepare to, to wind down, Pastor, are there um, today opportunities? Um, is God calling women to prominence, to work alongside men? Um, in particular, even, uh, for example, uh, be pastors. Uh, are, are women, God calling women to do these things like he called Esther and raised her to prominence, like he uh, called Ellen White and raised her to prominence? Is God still doing that today? Yes. In, in terms of mission, right, uh, the mission is not just for men. Amen. The mission is for women, too. And you cannot discuss men without discussing women. Mm. It's never God's intention. The man and the woman are supposed to be together. Hallelujah. In mission. Yes. Right? So, so God is still calling, as he call men, calls men. He, he's calling women. He's calling women. And let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. This is a sad reality now. <laughs> you go to any prayer meeting. Oh. And see <laughs> the proportion of men versus the proportion of women. See, see how proportionate they are. Just go there and see how many men you see there, how many women you see there. Take a look at church membership now, right? And see the activities and compare the activities of men in the church, activities of women. See which gender, right, mm. really more involved, <laughs> doing most of the work, okay? So this is what I said earlier. We should not be on the theme of opposition, but the theme of cooperation. Hallelujah. Right? Hallelujah. Because while the women doing all that, it, it's in cooperation with the men. It's in cooperation with the men. The men and the women... The men and women have to stand st side by side. Amen. Amen. That's, that's, that's what it is from the beginning. Amen. Amen. And, and you mentioned prayer. And obviously when Esther told Mordecai to uh, have her people fast with her, that in includes prayer. And she recognized prayer and fasting. And men and women. Ah. <laughs> Esther woman, Mordecai, so Mordecai leading his troops down yes, here in yes. print. She up here leading her troops. Yes, yes. Men and women. Yes, yes. And so that it's a, a wonderful thing where God has called men, God has called women to mission. And so, Pastor, I'd like for you to close with a prayer uh, for us as a people in mission that men and women will work closely together to hasten the coming of the Lord. Amen. Let's pray. Oh God and Father, we thank you so much for being with us during this wonderful talking together. Yes. 
of such a wonderful mission, missional and missionary topic. And Lord, I believe that there are people in their homes who have listened. And I pray, O oh God, that they, in a very special way, will hear your voice. Whether they are men or women, they will hear your voice calling them to mission. No oh God, they allow the Holy Spirit to give them the power and the guidance and the clarity to press on and do your work. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Pastor Joseph, for sharing on our topic, Esther and Mordecai. And thank you, our listening audience, for joining us once again on Eternal Pages. I am your host, Elder Roger Roll, saying be blessed and share God's mission.